Star Wars 7x7 episode 3088. We're continuing our series of final debriefings on season one of Andor. Today, we're going to look at the Andor family, specifically Clem and Marva and Cassian as a group. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So one thing that I'll say to start things off is that we had previously been led to believe that Cassian Andor was born in 26 BBY on Fest. As a result of the events of Season 1 of Andor, we know that is not in fact the case. And there hadn't been any corrections for a while, and there still aren't from the official Star Wars. Wars material. However, the fine folks who support Wikipedia have done some amazing detective work. I had said on the podcast that it was entirely possible Cassian was born as early as 36 BBY. The detectives supporting Wikipedia have put it at the earliest at 33 BBY. So we're both kind of in the neighborhood that way. And that has to do with the fact that the people who crashed on Canari had separatist icons on their jumpsuits and looking at various other material about when the Separatist Alliance was founded, which actually is earlier than when we see them emerge in the galaxy in Attack of the Clones. So yeah, all of that fun stuff. So basically they've established that the earliest it could be is 33 BBY and it could be even earlier than that for all we know. Now, thinking to the event where Clem and Marva adopt Cassian against his will for all intents and purposes, let's be honest, you know, that actually happens, I guess, when Cassa, later Cassian, is nine years old. And Clem and Marva are scavengers. They are seeking salvage to sell. They are on Ferrix and they're doing this basically like a lot of other people are doing. We don't necessarily know from any of the information that's been shared with us whether they had their own salvage business or whether they were working on behalf of anyone else. Yeah, that's, I'm kind of curious about that, to be honest with you. We don't know whether they were retired at the time of Clem's death, which is being marked by, again, the detectives at Wikipedia at 18 BBY, just the year after the fall of the Empire, or the rise of the Empire and the fall of the Galactic Republic, I should say. But I digress. We know for sure that they were not supposed to be on Canari when they found Casa and took him off the planet, right? Because of the fact that the Republic was coming for them and that was going to be a very bad thing if they were found salvaging there. Like, that's a number one indicator for it. And a number two indicator would be that Marva is convinced that the Republic would kill anybody who was left on the planet who was nearby this ship or involved with this ship. And so Cass's life was in danger in her estimation. So the whole business about how you know, every document we've submitted said you were born on Fest. Who have you told? Like, why are you telling anybody that you were born on Canari instead of Fest? That situation is basically to protect not just Cassian, but also Clem and Marva as well, because they weren't supposed to be on that planet. So Marva's thing about everyone I've told is dead. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's a painful one, but obviously Cassian has been in the loose lips sink ships category of things. So they doctored up papers that said he was born on Fest and that's where he was adopted from. 
Interestingly enough, Fest has its own problematic relationship with the Empire. There was some sort of event there where the planet was savaged, I think the word is used. There's a short story that appears in the A New Hope collection of 40 short stories, the From a Certain Point of View story collection, and it involves the... Uh, medal ceremony at the end of A New Hope and somebody is talking about how people who were survivors of whatever happened on Fest were near the front and part of that assembly that happened. That story, in fact, was written by E.K. Johnston of Ahsoka and the Queen's Padme Amidala trilogy and the refugees from that went to Yavin 4. Yavin 4 was established, as far as we know, around 2 BBY, so you know, it obviously didn't happen any time near when Cassian would have been adopted, per se. But the reason why Fest is particularly interesting, aside from that whole savaging and refugees going to Yavin 4, is that it's in the same sector, the Atrivis sector, that we were just talking about, where when it, we talk about Mon Mothma and rebel cells organizing and people committing to something that essentially forms an alliance, the Atrivis Sector was one of the very first ones to commit to Mon Mothma as being part of a burgeoning alliance. The planet Mantuine is also right there, and there had been an uprising that was put down there. Dantooine is also in that system as well, and we know what the deal is with Dantooine. And the only other detail to fill in on the Andor family timeline that I've got for you is the fact that the incident where Clem is hung by the Empire happens a year after the fall, as I mentioned, in 18 BBY. So, Right after that, Cassian, in a rage, and understandably so, goes to attack a few stormtroopers and is arrested for destruction of Imperial property and the attack situation. We know he goes to prison. We don't necessarily know for how long. He tells Luthen Rail that he was uh, sent at 16 years old to go fight in Mimban. But the timetable on that doesn't seem quite right. So if you assume the latest potential birth date, which is 33 BBY that we've talked about earlier, and that he was nine years old when he was adopted, that would mean he was adopted in 24 BBY and was nine years old. So 18 would put him, the 18 BBY would put him at 15 years old? but I'm not too sure about the timeline on that necessarily. It basically presumes that Cassian would have only been put in prison for a year after he attacked the troopers for taking his father and hanging him in the square. That would put him at 15 years old when he was arrested and 16 when he was released but sent out to fight on Mimban, as he tells him at least, or as Luthen tells him, no, you were a cook and you deserted. That whole desertion thing too suggests that when he was released and sent to fight for the Empire, that, I mean, the desertion, like that he wasn't still a conscript, like that he escaped. Yeah, uh, it's a, a little bit iffy. As we know, Cassian's history is a little bit iffy, especially with all the forgeries and things that the Andors weren't supposed to do that they did anyway. So there are still some mysteries surrounding that young man. But as far as the family itself and the family dynamics and the family history and timeline, that's what I've got for you on today's episode of the podcast. And that is going to do it. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world world you may be.
by Seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.